0: subconsciously um, I'll definitely go back to 2019 because it, it was the darkest year of my life man and like we were talking about yesterday back then I couldn't dare see like how I am now like how happy and how at peace and you know new opportunities just coming out the blue I didn't see any of this dude and if you would have told I mean I had faith and I knew God had me, but that's where the faith test comes in. It's like, you can't see it, so you just have to have faith, you know? So, I mean, it's challenging. Don't get me wrong, man. But um, I've just found that when I lean on God, I'm more at peace about everything.
1: Amen, man, amen. And sometimes it's easier said than done.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm with you, man. It, it's not it's not a cakewalk at all.
1: No, it's no, not, not, not not so much for the, for the, for the, for the you need thick skin, man. You need thick skin and you need good people
0: around you, too. Absolutely. That's key. Yeah. That's key, man.
1: If you, the, if you don't have that community, man, you can just be like that leaf on the tree and just wither, man. Right.
0: I think that's what's so powerful about Blended Lines, man, is because my vision is to have a community like that of just good people, man. You know what I'm saying? Where you can talk about anything, uh, hold each other accountable, because I know how important it is to have a community. You know, I, I, I don't think we were ever put on this earth to be alone. We were put here to interact and network. Uh, I mean, that's why most people in prison, man, like they go crazy. Their, their health deteriorates because they're in a cell by themselves. You know, I mean, it, it's so crowded now. They may have another person in there, but the people who are in there by their or isolation, most of them lose it, bro, because they're not talking to anybody or interacting with anyone. I mean, I I got the same thing. And uh, as I went through challenges in life, man, I found out that it's important and it's okay to cry and show your emotions. And I even told my boys, I was like, look, I mean, my narrative is completely different from what my dad's was. I tell my boys, look, man, it's okay to cry. But I do say, as long as you have something to cry about, you know what I'm saying. So don't just whine and cry, and there's nothing going on. You know, have a reason behind it. So uh, because I don't want the same, I don't want them to have the same pressure that you and I had. You know, trying to hold that crap in, and then you implode. What was <laughs> oh, that beach ball, beach ball analogy that you? Beach uh, ball analogy. On, yes. Man, that's one of the most valuable uh, lessons I've learned in, uh, in therapy. And uh, for, for you know, the audience who, who don't know what that is, uh, the beach ball analogy is, so when you go swimming and you get a beach ball and you put it under water, if you notice, the deeper that you go, when you release it, the more it shoots up, the faster it shoots up and just explodes out the top. And that's what the, happens with emotions, when you harbor emotions, it just get deeper and deeper and deeper until it just takes one instance for something to happen and you freaking lose it, you know, and I, you know, I was just like, wow, that is like so deep, you know, and it helps me uh, to today, you know, like when I, two good things, man, I, I found in therapy is I found how to control my emotions, Without reacting, which is letting them just come in and filling them out, because it's natural to have emotions. God gave us emotions for a reason. Uh, even depression is a natural emotion, but it's supposed to kind of like come and then go. If you if you get there and you stay for a while, that's a red flag. Uh, but sadness, happiness, all of that, you know. So it's okay to feel emotions, anger as well. Um, and then after I feel them before I react I make sure I feel all the emotions so I don't react out of my emotions you know especially like with anger and what happened with George Floyd I just had to back up and analyze but um, the second thing is that you don't have to try to control them or suppress them and see that's where people go wrong man you know when they start trying to suppress it even anxiety is a natural emotion and you know and you, and you try to suppress it oh i'm feeling a little anxious you know i'm i don't want that you know what's wrong with me nothing you're normal you know but let the, the let them come through fill them out and then you know uh try to react positively i'll say that Right. Uh, exactly.
1: So, and a lot of people are probably going to be like, "Why are you praising God for feeling that stuff?" Well, that's also where a lot of that growth comes from too. If you don't, like something like you stub your toe, right? Right.
0: You're exactly right. Very well said, bro. I like how you broke that down.
1: That's my mental process, man. I I have to break stuff down and little analogies and stuff. So I think that's why we get along so well. Because you've got a couple out there that you've said on on your Facebook lives. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, and and see, that's natural to you. And for me, it's not like I'm more of an impulse person you know and react immediately out of feeling so what I'm doing and practicing right now is totally uncomfortable totally out of my character but I know it's needed because right now in this world man we need love we need a lot of love because there's a lot of hate out there a lot of anger and my primary goal every day, man, is to when I'm out and about with people, man, to just love, inspire, uplift in any way I can, you know. Complete strangers, I do that. The the last thing I want to do is say something insulting or demeaning. You know what I'm saying? Because one word, man, can either encourage somebody and uplift or it could be the last negative thing they hear before they take themselves out. I mean, you know, everybody wears masks, and you don't know what people are going through, man. So I keep that in mind, man. And I think everybody should. You never know what people are going through, bro. So just treat everybody nice and re- with respect and love.
1: Mhm. I don't want to do that. I'll, I'll Smiling way, like they'll throw the say Hey, how you doing? Yeah. And they're kind of looking at me funny. I'm I'm not, I'm not buying in, I'm not buying into that. I, uh, like you said, want to sh- show that love, and positivity, and show show a different truth than mm. what they're
0: putting out there, man. Totally agree with you, man. One hundred percent. Honestly, man for me it's just so much easier to love than hate i feel like man you have to put so much energy into like hating and disliking someone and for me it's just no energy to love somebody man it's just natural you know and i think it's in everybody's dna but yet some people just choose to you know spend excessive energy in like disliking and hating somebody i don't i don't get it bro i never have i never have yeah oh, i appreciate that man yeah it's amazing how kids make you better man you know i mean I, I i've been through all of what you just said man and it's like when i got my boys and i see how they look up to me i mean i'm their hero whether i want to be or not so every day i'm reminded that i have to be the example you know gotta be the example man and uh family is very very important like for me man is god wife you know kids and family you know in that order and um those are three things i do not play about bro now you know i'm not one of those people that's gonna go out here and shove uh christianity on anybody again i love all people man and when i say that i mean i don't judge I love you for your views um, and what you support, even if I don't agree with it. I mean, who am I to say is right or wrong? I'm a Christian because it's worked for me for all my life, you know? And, uh, but it may not work for this person over here, man. You know, so I'm not gonna do that. And, uh, you know, to each his own, man. I'm just gonna love you regardless. Whether you want me to or not. Yeah. and
1: they, and they, and they, they, they come back and, and you don't really adjust to them you adjust to your mission and your, your, your mindset and what, what, what you're going towards mm-hmm. if they want to get on that bus they definitely, definitely ride with, with you because I know, I know your door is always open for that, for
0: that bus man oh bro absolutely and, and I think what you just said for me personally has been a, a part of growth like at each level every time i level up man it's like i have to cut certain people out in my life including family you know and you know sometimes it's really bothered me man because i know one person was like my best childhood friend but his values and my values were completely off and um I had to make the decision man to cut him out my life and, and, and I, I'm not going to lie I, I was hurt you know what I'm saying but after some time I realized that it was the right thing to do but then shortly after God started putting people like you and you know what I'm saying like people who think the same and value the same things in life so he just replaced the negative with the positive I didn't see that at the time when I cut him but of course, when you guys start coming into my life, I was like, "Okay, see, you showing out again, God." You know, and that's why we have to remember, man. Our thoughts are not His thoughts. We don't, we don't understand what He's doing for us. You know what I'm saying? Until it's done, and then it just make your head spin. No, it reminds
1: me of. Right. Yeah, watching this, I, I, I had to block them on Facebook, and I I I can't I, I can't look at what they're doing. Right. I, I I pray for them and I I love them and I wish wish them the best, but I it just
0: it, it saddens me to to see that. But we gotta gotta keep moving on. Yeah, man, we we gotta not to sound selfish, man, but. I mean, we have to look out for ourselves, bro. And, and I honestly, two years ago, I thought that was like the worst thing you can do is look out for yourself. Like you have to take care of everybody else. And through my situation last year, you know, like the mental breakdown that I had, I quickly found out that, hey, man, if I don't take care of myself, then I can't take care of anybody else. You know, in order for me to bring you my best my best version, I have to take care of myself. You know, so I spend uh more quality me time with myself. Now I carve out like just how you go and eat and exercise. I carve out time for myself. And I don't feel guilty anymore. I used to feel terrible, man, when I did that and was like I should be at home or I should be with the boys, going somewhere and Man, we have to reset, bro. We have to. Sorry, background noise with the yeah, dog. Man, you good,
1: man. <laughs> she like running around without the collar,
0: anyways. She's an old lady. <laughs> the, uh, she was uh, Toto's stunt double.
1: That's, that's what she was. Oh, really? That's, that's
0: <laughs> yeah, we supposed to be getting one uh next month, man, and I'm excited. We're getting a little uh teacup Yorkie. They were just born, so they have to stay with the mom for like a certain amount of time. But uh I've already vouched for it and everything, so I'm excited, bro. The boy's been bugging me about a dog for like two years, man, so I'm gonna go ahead and get one. There you go, there you go. Yeah, it teaches teaches them responsibilities, God, man. Yeah yeah and yeah. I, I keep hearing they're good for mental health too man I, I just keep oh, yeah. hearing like they're good for like depression and anxiety and stuff like that so
1: just watch out for the for the for the potty
0: training yeah, yeah. I know we uh, had we yeah, had yeah, dolls walk, before we had kids so yeah I, I've been all through it we had three dolls before I had kids so yeah it, it's frustrating but it's gotta be done you know yeah
1: you'll be What's walking it, through too? the house
0: grateful for this poop that i just stepped in yeah yeah it goes back to just finding a silver lining man in every situation George Floyd and what happened to him a lot of people was angry including myself and for a whole week I had to just distance myself from social media and the news because it was going back to like what I said about like filling your emotions out and I I just I, I just knew I was angry and I didn't want to go out there and say anything negative or offensive or spread division because that's not who I am so You know, instead of being on social media or watching the news, I was doing stuff like getting up in the morning with a cup of coffee, going, sitting on the patio, listening to nature, taking early morning walks, just to kind of clear my head. And uh, so after two weeks, the Holy Spirit just put something in my heart, man, just came out of nowhere and was like, this is a great opportunity to start bridging the racial gap you know, between whites and blacks, really all races, but because I'm in the South, it's mostly white and black. And, um, and so I was just like hearing, like, you know, create a uh, Facebook group and invite, you know, whites and blacks in, make it a safe place where we can talk about the controversial and uncomfortable topics in a respectful manner. In a manner that you won't be judged or labeled or or anything like that. And he also gave me the name, which is Blended Lines. And Blended Lines to me represents like a black line, a white line. And the goal is to bridge that gap. So I want to blend the lines so that we unite and become one. And so I created the Facebook group um, just three days ago, man. So today is what, Saturday? Saturday? Friday, on Thursday, Thursday night, or Thursday evening, I created the Facebook group, and it might have had 40 people in it, All right, Friday, it jumped to over a hundred, in one day, and the dialogue that's going on in it is just, it's just unbelievable, man, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro, you know, I'm very authentic, and I speak my mind, I really thought I had white people figured out, bro. Because I've just always been around white people. I went to school with white people, uh, worked with white people. I've always been like the minority, literally, in everything I've done. And I thought I had white people figured out. And this group has already shown me in three days that I didn't have a clue. And, and the white people are learning a lot about the blacks. You know, it's that's the thing, man racism comes from fear and lack of understanding and i think that's a natural thing we have too like if we don't understand something or are unsure of something our natural reaction is to be afraid until we figure it out what the hell is that you know and uh, and that's what i want to do in this group man i just want people to ask questions no question is off limits but the challenge is going to be maintaining the emotions, because you, again, going back to emotions, you have to fill them out. And just this morning, I had a couple of topics, and people are are, are getting a little heated. Now this is the first day where people really start kind of like getting upset, and I had to go out there and just remind everybody, remind everybody about the vision and the goal, man, like. We can't do this without you all being willing to listen, be open-minded, and be respectful. You know? It's okay to agree to disagree, all right? And, uh, and I knew that was going to happen. I mean, I'm not all, like, been out of shape about it. But I am taking it serious, man. And I've, if I have people in the group who are not willing to do that, I can't have you in the group. And I'm just keeping it 100 is that important to me and uh, so I mean three days in man I've gotten numerous people reach out to me black white saying hey Cliff man thank you for putting this group together I want to know more about the black people or the white people and and I don't take the credit man I give glory to God because he's the one that gave me the vision and the idea and where it goes from here who knows uh, my vision is that it will eventually become a non where we can do community outreach and continue to bridge the racial gap because racism isn't going to go away overnight uh, it's going to take time you know and so that's the vision bro but i, I appreciate your feedback and and, and being a, a voice in the group man it means a lot Yeah, she didn't know you were from Colorado. <laughs> I think there was a lot to do with it, too. I guess she just assumed you were from Birmingham. Because it's a big deal down here, man. They got those statues all over the place. I don't know how they have it out there where you are, but it's a southern thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there, there, uh, there's not a diverse group in that in that pocket. Right. But up yeah. up here where I'm at, it's it's a melting pot.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's good, man. I mean, the good thing about where we are now, man, is like you have so many ethnicities and myths people now, man. Where. Hopefully. My hope is that that will erase. Uh, racism You know cause I mean I'm mixed So I've never been racist man <laughs> It's like I'm so I am so, I have so many ethnicities In me bro it's like It's, it's just stupid to be racist You know what I'm saying uh, Cause I'd be hating on myself So But I also use that as an advantage man To talk to all races Cause most people don't even know what I am They're trying to figure me out and I don't tell them unless they ask. I like for them to just keep guessing. But uh, I use that as a superpower to uh, break the ice and have uncomfortable discussions about racism. And once I do it, man, like people really be tripping, like, wow, did we just do that? Like, did we just talk about race without cussing each other out? Yeah. We're just talking. And everybody's not going to judge you everybody doesn't listen to reply you know some people actually listen and put themselves in your shoes which is what I do all the time and see both sides I don't have to agree with you but I see it perfect example the confederate flag never liked it total disrespect to me means oppression slavery that's what it represents to me but then a lot of white people feel like it's their heritage And I get that. You know, your heritage is not my heritage. So I understand why they're upset. You know, I'd be pissed if you went and start taking, like, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X statues down. You know, because that's my heritage. And so my question is always, I don't disagree. But I don't knock you because it's your heritage. You know, and I understand So the next question is, so what's the solution? Like, what can we do to make both sides happy? You know? And uh, it's opened up a lot of dialogue, man. It really has. And I think that's what people need to start talking and, and thinking about. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you're, you're worship you you go to church you Jesus doesn't look like Obi-Wan No, right
0: Yeah, man, I mean, that, that always trips me out, too. But, you know, back in slavery, they used the Bible to um, promote slavery. You know, it's just using scriptures for your benefit, you know. Yeah. and uh, But, yeah, that has always tripped me out, man. Like, you claim to be a Christian, but yet you hate everybody or hate a particular race. I mean, if you really know God, man, God is love, period. If you don't love everybody or you don't love a particular race, you can't, it just don't line up, man. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't line up to me. But that, again, that's my opinion um, and my own experience. mm Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I got the same thing from my pops, man. You know, he was like, you better not bring no white girl home. And, you know, he was just still angry from, you know, the civil rights movement and how they were treated back in the 60s. And, you know, I mean, it it was, it was rough for them, bro. It was rough. I always tell them, like, I couldn't have lived back then. You know, God... You know, he, he he let me be born at the right time because I, I wouldn't have been able to put up with that stuff, man. Just the disrespect and the hate and stuff that they had to deal with. And that stuff affects you mentally, you know. And so my dad still had animosity and anger and, you know, was telling me, don't you bring no white girl home and, you know, all that. And uh, again, going back to I don't agree with it, but I understand why he was like that, you know but I'm not telling my boys that, you know, you bring home whoever you want to. You know, I'm gonna love you. I just want them to be a good person and I'm gonna love you regardless. So that just shows you the different mindsets and where we're going in the future.
1: Yeah. boy standing in front of that statue Yeah. that generational difference right? <laughs> <Am I what? laughs> but it's still all the same yeah
0: Right. That's a big Uh, deal down here, bro.
1: Yeah. And how old is she?
0: That's a normal uh, reaction, man, because when I talked to Cam in that picture, he was seven. And he didn't get it, you know. And that's why I love that picture so much, man. Like, he was just staring at that statue like, I don't get this. You know, and he asked me what was it. And I was like, well, you know, back in the 60s, the police sick dogs and put the, the fire hoses on black people. And he was just like, why? And I was like, because they didn't like black people. I mean, you know, I I had to be raw with them, man. That's one thing with me. I don't sugarcoat anything with my boys because I know the world is not going to sugarcoat it. You know, the world is going to give it to them raw, so I'm going to give it to them raw. I had to be the first person to tell them about it because I didn't want anybody else trying to explain it to them and, give him incorrect information, and it was also to protect him, because I went through racism as a child, and being called the n-word every other day, and honestly, man, I did it to prepare him for that, because I knew it was coming, I knew it was coming, and I told him that, I said, look, unfortunately, somebody's going to call you the n-word, you know, and I made sure I talked to him in a way that I didn't spread hate. Like I wasn't like all white people are evil and racist. I said, you just have some people out there that are just hateful. You know what I'm saying? And evil. But we are to love everyone. That's what God wants because we're all God's children. And so that's how I related to him. And dude, two years later at the age of nine, he was called the N-word two times in the fourth grade by a white boy. So, I was proud of myself because I already talked to him about it. He knew it was coming. He knew how to handle it. And I told him, I'll always have you back. And, um, you know, it's a tough conversation to have, man, with a child that's like seven or or, or younger. Because you're right. They're not going to understand. Stop kicking, man. But it's got to be had. It's up to the parent as to when they want to have the conversation, you know. You know your kid better than anybody, but it does need to be discussed, I think. Yeah, definitely,
1: and
0: we, uh, you know that movie, Utopia? Yeah, I love that movie, man. Yeah,
1: she kind of referenced
0: that a little bit. Okay.
1: to it, Yeah. but, but yeah, definitely, we're going to have to have that, that conversation later on in life. and honestly, I'm so happy that we're recording this episode, and this stuff is out here for future reference, if people want to go back and listen, mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, and I feel like it, it, it needs to come from the parent because, again, they look at us as their role model. Now, that's twofold because the reason that we even still have racism today is because those parents spread that hate into their kids, you know? They're going to listen to you whether you're telling them right or wrong, whether you're promoting love or hate. And so, you know, the baby boomer generation who were racist fed that negative energy into their kids you know and it was just a cycle but now i'm feeling hopeful because this shift that's going on now is like nothing i've ever seen in my lifetime and i truly feel like it's going to be better from here on out but they still need to know what racism is because as she gets older man especially with girls and they start clicking up and all of that stuff you know, it may be a mix of uh, other girls. It might be just a group of all white girls and all black girls, and you know, Asian. You know, at some point, she's going to feel the pressure. Yeah, and that's just inevitable. That's very, real. Very that's real true. talk. You know. So. Very
1: true. myself later on I'm like no it's not how it is bro and once I was able to learn more about the person and see the, the I guess the glitch and glam of the T V version compared to the reality of who these who people are it definitely definitely changed my life and seeing the hearts of people. So,
0: yeah. And I, I would even go on to say, bro, like, embrace the awkwardness, man. Like, like em, embrace. look at it like a superpower, man. You know, I, I felt awkward for many years, man, because, you know, my friends used to refer to women as bees and hoes. And, like, dude, I could never bring myself to call a woman that. It, it just it makes me cringe. And I got to a point where I was like, man, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I call a woman a B? <laughs> you know, like them. And then one day I just had an epiphany and was just like, you know what, man? I'm special in a good way. Like, I'm going to embrace that. I'm going to embrace being different and awkward and uh, use it as a superpower. So that's all you got to do, man. It's a superpower. Yeah, Mm-hmm. talking for over an hour, man. It's just good combo, dude. Good conversation, man. Um, and I do have to wrap it up here shortly, man. I gotta get with the boys and do something with them, but um, you have any other uh, tough questions? Man, you asked some great questions, bro. You did, man. I Actually, what I'm gonna do with this I'm going to post it in the blended lines, if you're cool with that. That's cool, man. Yeah, and and because this is a perfect example of what we should be doing. You see how we just had a, a casual conversation? No snarky remarks. Nobody getting pissed off. This is my vision right here. It's for us to talk. And it's beautiful. Nobody pressure up. We chilling you know it's all love i'm getting goosebumps look i got goosebumps man for real look at that you see it honestly i
1: think i think we got the same uh uh outfit memo too with the white shirt and the black hat
0: because we're brothers we brothers man you know we think alike (laughs) hang on real quick yeah I love that man hey I got one that says uh, y'all need Jesus (laughs) I love it I actually funny thing about this though
1: is I have this part I drew this part in the boombox I have a tattooed on my shoulder mm-hmm mm
0: That's good, man. That's awesome. And, and you made her a day, man. Something as simple as that. You see what I'm saying? Just be kind. Be nice, man. And you just, you will make somebody's world just by being nice. It's that simple. Exactly. They go see that, learn from that, and then they go want to do it because they go remember how they felt. It's contagious. All right,
1: man.
0: Do you have any? Uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh man, you asked so you asked so many good questions, man. I mean, we covered a lot, but we're going to be doing another one anyway. So on the yeah, next oh, yeah. one, oh, yeah. the next one, I'll bring more to the table you know on this one i was just kind of listening and um but yeah when we do it again man i'm gonna have some stuff for you for sure but i love you bro man i'm i appreciate this conversation i appreciate you and uh and i'm thankful for you always being there for me man i really am right back at you man right back at you keep doing what what you're doing bro Definitely. All right, man. I love you, man. And uh, have a great one. Smile today. Yeah. Smile all day.
1: <laughs> Here, uh, let's, get, let's, get let's get a better uh, picture. Okay. Instead so that, of uh, that intense, crazy one that you had. Ready? Yeah.
0: Well oh, a picture? I just, yeah, I just I just do it I do it with my phone. <laughs> oh, oh, oh I just I just did something. Oh man. Oh, man. Oh, it's not coming out. It's a real bad glare. How did do that the other day? Hold on, let me. Okay, I stopped the recording, let me see. Oh, I wonder, can I do I can probably do a print screen, let me see. Where is a print screen? Print screen, where are you? What dog? Have you taken the picture in uh, Zoom before? Let's see, stop. Well, I got a, oh, here we go. I can use this. Ah, my trial ended. I had some screen capturing software, but it was a trial version, and it's ended. Let's see here. Hold on, bro. Let me try something real quick. Hmm. Press and hold these three. I Shift, command, and three. Okay. I'm doing
1: good on the
0: game. Yeah, you're doing real good, man. Alright. Shift, command, and three. There we go.
1: Here
0: comes. And here comes. The robots. Uh, let's see here. I gotta find it in pictures now. Let's see.
1: Alright. Here comes the
0: Oh! Ah! Wait, so it didn't take it? Oh, okay, hold on. We gotta do it again.
1: Try it
0: again, all right. All right. Oh. Where the heck is it? Photos. That's crazy. Got you again yeah, but this time I'll get in the corner of your screen. Click it to edit the screenshot. Oh. I'm just trying to find the picture, bro. I don't know where it went. I mean, it's taking it, but that's crazy. If you see it, oh, click it to edit the screen or wait for the screenshot to save to your desktop. All right. So let's see if it's on the desktop. I think
1: that's
0: it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I found it and put it on the desktop. Let's see how it looks. Oh, yeah, that's good, bro. I'm finna send it to you. Cool, cool. Hold on, I'm gonna make sure you get it. I'll send it to you in Messenger.